Hello, everyone, and welcome to a cookie doughy episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Podcast with Avery and Lena. So we are here today and we're going to have a whole bunch of cookie dough, edible cookie dough items. Are you sure we're here today? I hope so. Well, I was going to say we're here joined by guests Buster and Ava who piled into the podcast room with us and sniffing around. Well, the dog sniffing around. (laughs) The cat doesn't eat much. Well, he already ate part of my supper, so. He sure did. <laughs> He'll probably try to eat part of our podcast food tonight as well. Actually, she tried to lick some of the cream cheese when I made one of our things. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, cookie dough. Big trend. I noticed it a lot at the farmer's market. This this farmer's markets this summer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, jars of it, homemade stuff. But the trend has been around for a few years since I, I read some articles about it from like 2016. So where the trend kind of seemed to explode around there. I couldn't find any real, like, beginning of it. But mostly I found the reasons why, which is just nostalgia. Licking the spoon when you help your mom or your grandma bake. um, And also just how delicious delicious i can't even talk i'm so excited <laughs> my mouth is watering it is so you can feel the butter better and the sugar granules as opposed to a cookie so okay but i guess are you wondering is it safe or are we living on the edge no i think probably most of these products that we have are safe because there's probably not raw egg in any of these they use pasteurized eggs and okay. heat the flour beforehand or no eggs at all yeah. Depending on the product, but those okay. two things. Yeah, so we'll get right into it. Everyone's had, well, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> Everyone. Dough, Everyone dough, in the whole world has cookie had. Cookie dough ice cream. But we have cookie dough frozen yogurt from Chapman's, which is, yeah. um, Chapman's has been around since 1973. And it's based out of Markdale, Ontario by David and Penny Chapman. They began the company. They make... 286 different kinds of ice cream. That's now, is that like products, like whether it's I don't know, ice their cream website on a says stick? 286 and... different types of ice cream. Okay. <laughs> I wondered that too. I didn't email them. So... That's going to be a lot of podcasts. That is. <laughs> That's at least 10. All right. So let's get right into it. Yeah. Yogurt, frozen yogurt, chocolatey chocolate cookie dough. Mm. <laughs> so what did you think? That was good. I'm surprised. It's actually 94% fat-free, but it didn't taste fat-free. No, but I thought it was good. I liked the yogurt. Not as It's not as sweet as ice cream, and I kind of liked yeah. that balance. Yeah. The chocolate was really chocolatey. Now, maybe we should try coming up. Maybe we can get away this weekend and go to Menchie's and have frozen yogurt with the cookie dough yes. pieces. Yes. To compare. As a scientific thing. Why don't we take a break? Run right over. <laughs> I am I am pretty tempted to because I do love Menchies, so Yeah, so I thought it was well, good. While we run to Menchies, why don't you guys listen to this ad? <laughs> the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. 
Locally grown, community supported. And this episode of the Mess Hall Podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor wanting to give back to the community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about their work through the Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now back to the show. Mm, that Menchie's we w- <laughs> that Menchie's was good. We totally went to Menchie's. I'm not lying. I think you're lying. I'm lying. <laughs> Instead, we because we have a lot to get through. We don't yeah. need to go to Menchie's. We. I mean, oh, we always need Menchie's. <laughs> when you think cookie dough, what do you think? I think chocolate chip cookie dough. I was getting at Pillsbury, but we'll oh, go with okay. that. We also. <laughs> <laughs> We also have chocolate chip cookie from Pillsbury and sugar cookie, but only their brownie dough and their cookie dough say that they're safe to eat. Um, Not all their products are. They've just reformulated the formula a bit. I remember a friend of mine said she called Pillsbury one time to ask if it was safe to eat their dough. And it was something like she could, she couldn't because she eat, she, that because we're Canadian. Or she could because we're Canadian, but in the States, it was the opposite. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, and that was the 90s, so I think, I don't know, standards then, but. <laughs> <laughs> the Pillsbury Company was founded in 1872 by Charles Alfred Pillsbury and his uncle John Pillsbury um, in Minneapolis. And because they, they started just as a mill, and because they needed transportation to bring their grain to other places, they actually helped fund the rail development in Min- in Minnesota, okay. which is kind of interesting. And then they had some products, blah, blah, blah. And then 50s, they started making cookie dough. <laughs> Just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, they, made, they actually made lots of products after that, including juices and chocolate nuggets. But my favorite fact <laughs> is that in 1962, astronaut Scott Carpenter had small food cubes with him in space that were developed by Pillsbury. This is way off topic, <laughs> but this is where my research got me. Cosmonaut German Titov was the first, <sighs> I'm going to say it, he was the first human to vomit in space in 1961. Oh, thanks for that fun fact of cookie dose. But didn't say it was off cookie dough. They didn't say what he vomited, but yeah. So what does that fact have to do with anything? Nothing, but I came across that fact and I had to throw it in. I got a little sidetracked this afternoon. Awesome. Yeah, so Pillsbury also acquired Burger King for a while, a couple of other restaurants. Ah, I did Um, not know that. Haagen-Dazs in 1983, I believe. They merged with Nestle later on to make their ice cream. And General Mills bought them in 2001. Nice. Yeah. So which one do you want to try first, the chocolate chip or the sugar dough? Let's try the sugar dough because we just had chocolate. So artificial flavor, like tasting and not yeah. not buttery enough. I eat raw sugar dough. Yeah. It was missing. It was definitely missing that butteriness. Yeah. And it even wasn't that sugary. Like I could feel the sugar. Yeah. Like, it's crunchy, Definitely feel but... it. But not, not tasted. It was kind of bland. 
Yeah, we'll have to try them baked. We can also bake them, but... Yeah. Now let's go with the chocolate chip cookie dough then. Okay. Yeah, I, I did like it a little bit better. The texture was better. The chocolatey chunks in there. Obviously a different cookie dough because it is chocolate chip. But the base. Yeah. I think the chocolate chips made it. <laughs> and, and like you said, I think it has that nostalgia factor there as well. Yeah, I think... I mean, that was the first time... The first kind that came to mind for me was chocolate chip. Yeah, and we yeah, said, me let's too. do cookie dough. So, yeah, that's all right. That's... I'd eat more of those. Yeah, so would I. I will eat more of those. (laughs) (laughs) So we also have, I don't want to start like that. Next up is Cookie Bluff, Cookies and Cream. It's an egg-free, just looks like a tub of ice cream, um, raw cookie dough. It suggests to mix it with ice cream. So if you want to make your own cookie dough ice cream. It was... This company is out of Quebec, and it was born when Sebastian Fisset and Charles Simard waited three hours to buy a cookie dough ice cream cone in New York. So they were like, that was kind of where it started, just talking. and It's very chocolatey. It looks, gave me a big scoop. <laughs> it looks so much different than the other chocolate chip ice cream or chocolate chip cookie dough. This looks... Chocolate dough oh, okay. as well with chocolate chunks. It looks rich. It looks decadent. I'm looking forward to this. It even smells really good. Vanilla-y. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's more ingredients than I imagine, but less, I think, than the Pillsbury. There's psyllium husks, cultured dextrose, but yeah, first, like, I was just seeing if it had actual butter in it. Oh, no, there is butter in it. That was good. Yes, I double dipped there or double booned, and Avery probably hates me for that. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was it was really nice. It was something, it was different, but good different, like a better different. More complex? I don't want to say that. That sounds so hoity-toity, but... No, I think complex is a little bit of a better term. Just be... A better mouthfeel? Yeah. Because it was... You don't get that crunchier. Yeah, and you don't get that sugar graininess, but you get the sweetness from it. Like there's a little. It's a different graininess. Yeah, but I I don't feel it's like just white sugar grainy. Yeah, I think it said brown sugar was in it. Okay. Yeah, brown sugar. So that that I think that is the difference because it does taste a little more brown sugary molasses. Yeah, but I say it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It has a good aftertaste as well. Okay. We, sh- we should have saved that for last. Well, no, that <laughs> almost seems like we won't enjoy the next thing. I just, <laughs> yeah. So we have Betty Crocker no bake cookie dough bites. We have peanut butter with chocolatey drizzle, chocolate, and then we have birthday cake with vanilla flavor drizzle. And I think you can only get these in the states. I don't think they're available in Canada. So. Well, unless you have a connection like we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so first off, Betty Crocker is not real. She is not a real person. What? You heard me. She was first created by the Washburn Crosby Company in 1921. Um, they had a contest. <laughs> they were a mill, I think, and they did baking things. And they had a contest, and we had to finish this puzzle and bring it in. You got a coupon. I forget what you won, but along with that... People were finishing the puzzles and sending in a lot of baking questions. Okay. The manager felt weird answering because he was a man. So he came up with the character of Betty Crocker. Nice. Crocker was the name of a retired director from the company. 
And Betty, just because it's Anna Wholesome and cheer, so Yeah, it cheer, does. Yeah. Cheery. I can see that. Um, this, they had a contest within the company. The secretary won, and it's actually her signature that was signed on everything. Oh, very nice. In 1936, they painted a blend of faces from the, the women that worked at the company, and that's how they came up with the Betty Crocker image. The painting, it wasn't an actual person, but... And this has, this painting has been updated a lot. So... Before you go any further, I really feel like with all these companies you talk about, they have really nice, humble beginnings. And it's like, oh, that sounds really nice. And now I'm afraid you're just going to get into some like horribleness of this company. And No, not at all. Oh, okay. It's not going there. (laughs) Good, good. So in 1924, there was a radio cooking school. So there was an actress who portrayed Betty Crocker's voice. Okay. There's been TV actresses from the 50s, and but she's not real. (laughs) <laughs> the and the first and she just kind of had like cooking schools and cooking tips and things but the first product that was Betty Crocker was a soup mix in 1947 uh, it was and then in 1947 it was the cake mix and then okay more and more products i know there's a lot there's like kitchen utensils actually yes a dollar store the other day my son was making craft dinner and he said Where's the Betty Crocker? And he was talking about the strainer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's red. Yes, everything's red. The logo is a red spoon, which came about 1954. There's cookbooks. And and then my favorite fact about Betty Crocker, a fun fact, <laughs> is that in 1945, Fortune magazine published an article and they named Betty Crocker the second most popular woman in America after Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. She's never real. Just like I don't think Big Ben is or Aunt Jemima. But yeah, so we, shall we go with the peanut butter with, and it's called chocolatey drizzle, or should we go with the birthday cake? Let's go. I'm pretty excited for the birthday cake. So let's. Let's go birthday cake first. I was going to say, so let's save the best. Well, the most exciting for that. And so white drizzle. I'll give you the bigger one. So there's fun sprinkles. I think I made them bigger than I was supposed to. Salty. Oh, that's the cream cheese. We had to mix it with cream cheese and butter, and it was a mixed powder. We should have explained I didn't that. find it salty at all. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, first thing I got was that blast of sprinkles in there because that birthday cake flavor. I think you have to have sprinkles to be birthday cake now, so... <laughs> um, I don't know if it's actual salt. No, mine's salty. I do feel like maybe I didn't mix the best. No, I thought it was fine. But that cream cheese does show through. Yeah. And now for the peanut butter chocolatey drizzle. Peanut butter with a chocolatey drizzle. <laughs> mm, very peanut buttery. Mm-hmm. And had a good mouthfeel. Again, I think that's the cream cheese. Yeah. But I thought that butter. that peanut butter flavor was amazing. It came through really well. It was probably the, one of the best things we had tonight. We often do think peanut butter things are the best. I yeah. Know, I do notice that about us. Yeah. But it, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was really nice. It was. I, I don't think it needed chocolatey drizzle on top, though. I think that just, it didn't add much to it. It adds more of a look to it. And a little bit different texture, but altogether, I don't think it needed it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. While we think, should we listen to this ad from our sponsor? Yeah. So 
This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you switch retailers, nothing changes about the delivery of electricity or natural gas to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms for leaving. If you don't, then it's even easier to sign up for Park Power. The choice is yours, and there's a better deal available to you. Learn more at parkpower.ca. So, overall, what were your thoughts on raw cookie dough? Edible raw cookie dough. Yeah, it was. everything was good. There was not one bad product. I'm surprised. Well, I can't say my favorite. It might have been the chocolate chip cookie dough. And I feel like that might just be my raw, my favorite raw cookie dough is chocolate chip. (laughs) Because I feel like if we bought the cookie bluff chocolate chip cookie dough, that that would for sure be my favorite. More than the Pillsbury. I don't know. That cookie bluff was also really good. No, I'm going to stick with the chocolate chip. I'm going to disagree with you. I thought the... The Pillsbury wasn't the best. I really enjoyed the peanut butter, but I'm willing to bet, just because I think I'm just a big peanut butter fan, but the bluff was way better than the than the uh, Pillsbury cookie dough. It was really good. I just think I liked those chocolate chunks with the raw dough is what I especially liked. So For, yeah. for that aspect, I thought the ice cream was better than the cookie dough. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about the ice cream by now. Yeah, but I I think the bluff was really good. Um, I'd like to see Bluff make a peanut butter one because I, I think they do. Okay, then I, I definitely do. want to try that. I definitely try anything else Bluff makes because yeah. I think that was really good and I, it was a terrific product. Yeah, I think I just like the chunks of. I think I like the different texture with the yeah I get that. chips, and I think that's what it is. The cookies and cream cream did have a little bit, but it was like more. It wasn't as crunchy, like as chunky as a chocolate. Yeah, chip. yeah, I see that. Or I guess it was chocolate chunk we had, actually. I don't think they were little chunks. Yeah. I mean, we can bake these, but I don't really have any inclination to do that. <laughs> Just... I might try baking them if I have time on the weekend. Just to see how they turn out. See how it would turn out for a nice cookie. Yeah, because some of them say you can bake. Maybe I'll make like A-shaped cookies. <laughs> I'm trying to see if this says to... You can bake it. It doesn't say for the cookie dough bite but it does say you can have them frozen or refrigerated i mean i'm sure we could bake them. i think it'd be interesting frozen yeah no actually no i don't think i would want it frozen i think it would be okay i don't think it would freeze solid i make energy balls and you can eat those out of the freezer okay. they're not like rock hard but they're a little harder maybe i try it then but yeah and they had there's instructions how to cook the cookie bluff so sugared yeah going I don't know if we're done, but if you have anything else to add, if not, let's go to my one of my favorite segments on the show so far, lately anyway, over the last couple months. What was the best thing you had to eat this week? That homemade macaroni and cheese that you made. Like, he, Avery made the, ho- the macaroni from scratch, the pasta from scratch, and that was good. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. I was telling him I was in self-isolation, so he just dropped it off (laughs) downstairs, and I ate. I was in isolation in our bedroom, which is in the basement, and I ate sitting on the bed with a TV tray, and then I just finished and just rolled over and laid there, and it was such a good feeling and such a gross feeling at the same time. But I think that with the meatballs, I do like a good meatball. Yeah. 
much I had for lefto- leftover tonight for dinner. What about you? What was yeah. the best thing you had to eat? I, I think it was fun making homemade pasta. Uh, I've made homemade pasta in the past, but I've never made macaroni, yeah. so that was fun to make. I know. We tried Barbarito this week. I know. Oh, yeah. That was a. I didn't enjoy it as much as you did. I know we talked about it, but I really thought mucho burrito was a better burrito than bar burrito. I think I got ground beef, and I don't get yes. that from mucho burrito. So I guess I'd like to see if they had. I get the shredded beef that they normally have, the barbacoa, but I yeah. guess if bar burrito didn't have that. No, and they only had the ground beef. That's why I got your ground beef. But I had just chorizo sausage. So yeah, um, which. I usually would have got at the other burrito place that Mucho I just burrito. <laughs> Mucho burrito, which I couldn't think of, even though I just said it. But yeah, um, it was still a good burrito. There's no, there might be such a thing as a bad burrito, but frozen ones sometimes. I'm gonna say maybe, maybe that's a good episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was still, it was still good. It was something different. I'd give it another shot though. Yeah, I would too. I would definitely. Too. But yeah, it's. Um, I don't know what else I had. We. To tell you the truth, we haven't recorded in two weeks, so... Yeah, I'm trying to think what we ate. I went out for chicken wings one night with a friend. Oh, I also went with with a friend. (laughs) He went with the husband one night, and I went with the wife another night. And I had... I think we both ended up having the same you and I. The pineapple curry? Yeah, which was good. And then... I had cheddar jalapeno, which was a dry wing. like It was a powder on it. And it was fine. But the oddest thing, I only had wingettes. And I didn't have any drummies. And I, I'm i a big drummy fan. I think the drummies I are... I had a lot of drumsticks. It was probably about half and half. Yeah. On um, one of them, it was probably about half and half. But the other one was just all... I was so disappointed in that. And it didn't affect the flavor, of course, and didn't affect the mood because I still had chicken wings, but... I'm trying really hard to remember what the dry rub one I got was, and I don't remember at all. That's going to bug me. I I don't know. You didn't bring me any home. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't take a purse with a Tupperware. (laughs) Lessons learned. That's going to bug me now what kind I had. (laughs) But the, I liked the pineapple curry. Ones. Yeah, the they pineapple really curry good. was good. And that was over at our local place here, Silver Point Pub in Calgary. So, yeah. yeah shout out to our local place. Yeah. Well, we gave a shout out to the pizza place right beside it a couple of weeks ago. So, may as well talk about this place, which is good. Like, the atmosphere is all right. I think it's, it's definitely a little bit quieter with COVID. A lot yeah. less tables. No pool tables in there anymore. Yeah. There were. Yeah. No games. Like, they used to have some... Like the Fishing golden tea, yeah, like something. something you could shoot at. But yeah, um, it's good to see places. It was kind of, all the tables were full. Like they don't have it full of tables, but all the tables that they had were full when we went in. And it seemed like Skipped Dish was in there a couple times. So it's good to see some businesses coming back Yeah, as best as they can. So yeah, get out there, support your local Eat some chicken wings or whatever, what have you. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening in this week. I'm um, not sure what we have going on in the future. We're probably trying stuff. Yeah, probably stuff. probably trying drink, some stuff. Drink stuff. You never know. Yeah, I think we're going to try a CFL tribute. Since there's no Great Cup this year, it's kind of disappointing. Or Great Cup, as Russell would Yes. Say. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're going to try like a playoff format with best drinks. So if you guys have any ideas what best drinks would represent this cities that 
have a CFL team, let us know at themessallpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at themessallpod and on Facebook at themessallpodcasts. <laughs> and you still laugh when you hear Every podcasts. Time. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week. Ciao. No, I don't want to say ciao. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>